All right, is this on? Testing, testing, one, two, three. Okay, I guess here it goes fucking nothing. Yo, 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 guys. Welcome to Jalen's podcast. This is the first recording that I will ever probably do for this. Um, I don't know how this works. I don't know if I just like give you guys a quick intro of like who I am, what I do like early on, or if I just like, I don't even fucking know. Like I honestly, I'm just gonna fucking wing this. Um, yeah, I just wanted to hear what it sounds like, hear my own voice, just see how the recording goes and how everything gets like put in. Basically just wanna understand like, what will I sound like? Will this be a good, like, I'm using my iPad right now. Will this be good to, like, record in? Just kind of get a sense of the app to see if this is some cool stuff that I can use. But hey, I'm Jalen Green. I'm 23 years old. Um, this is my podcast. Um, yeah, this podcast is going to be named Where We Wake Up. Um, it's a name that I came up with recently which i was kind of excited about because it meant that i could actually start like recording this podcast um i had like a little mental block about recording the podcast before like having the name i don't know just like i couldn't even like mentally get the shit out until i like had a name because it brings a vibe um but then i came up with the name and i was like wait is this even the vibe of the podcast so really in contemplation mode over that, but I really like the name now, so I'm going to keep the name. Um, it's kind of a existential meaning, but then like not. Um, I chose the name Where We Wake Up because it's kind of like, a, I guess, well, I guess what I want the podcast to even like fucking be about since, you know, I should probably tell you or something is, um, I want the podcast to be a um, podcast for late stage millennials, early stage Gen Z. I'm 23, so I was born in 2000. And you know, that like middle ground, I hope a lot of you are around this age, or if you're not, welcome. Like, this is supposed to be a safe place, supposed to be a place for you. Um, but I want this to be like a podcast, kind of like, a, we don't, we're in the media. Like, there's so many of us, like, late stage millennials, early stage Gen Zs, that like are constantly in the media, but constantly also like figuring things out. We're in that time where we have to like finish college, figure out how to live outside of college. There's so much in the, there's so much like in college, like, oh, get this job, do this, do that. And like, we never really like figure out like what it means, like follow our passions, follow our dreams. Like, is that even something that's attainable at our age? Besides like freaking Charlie D'Amelio or like Noah Beck or like a Nepo baby, like Jaden Smith or Willow. Okay, love them by the way. Also, I'm just gonna put that out there. Um, but like, you know, like, is is it possible out there for like a normal person to just like make it big and not even like make it big but like just like follow a dream and make something out of it i don't know i'm I'm big on on like creating creating something that like you really like enjoy so i'm hoping that this podcast really like showcases people around our age like doing things whether it's just like getting that corporate job or making a production company or a fashion line or just like just living life i'm just looking for people that live life or just do the same old basic average thing um what i want to do is i want to bring content not only for me but for you guys in order to like listen and hear people and be like wow that's a cool person they'd be they're really living life or doing something or they're not doing anything but i relate because i want it to be relatable stories for everyone
I want it to be something that's like, okay, wow, they also did this or they do that or they're going through this or we're all feeling the same way about the same social issue because how are we supposed to like understand the world when everyone that's explaining it to us isn't us? They don't really get the mannerisms. They don't really get the words we use, the slang. They don't get like what we care about in it and what we don't. Like politics, for instance, like a lot of us want to know about politics and pretend like we do, but do we actually know what's happening? And some of us don't even freaking pretend like we know what's happening. And we just be like, all right, well, I don't understand it. So whatever, I'll just take whatever side. I want this to be like a barely any sides podcast. Well, okay. So I'm saying all these things like, like, I want it to be this. I want to do this. I want to do this. And then uh, I can see a few years because I don't even know if this is ever going to blow up or anyone ever is going to hear besides me. Um, I get canceled for it. <laughs> like, oh, so you said you wanted to have like no opinions on the podcast, but it's been like three years and now you're like making all these opinions on these stupid things. I'm like, okay, sorry, I have opinions and I like live life. Like, sue me. No, don't actually sue me. Um, I will use this as like, I will use this as evidence that I said, do not sue me. I was joking. So please don't sue me. Um, but yeah, sorry. I'm already like fighting just to be like, oh wait, oh my gosh. Like someone's really going to, um, see this and it's actually gonna blow up and then it's gonna be against me. Um, anyways, I, I guess a little bit more about me and then the podcast or a little bit more of the podcast and then myself, whatever, whatever. Anyways, um, so I'm born and raised in Atlanta, Georgia. I used to live in New Jersey for a bit um, in high school, and then I came back down for college. I went to Emory University um, in the, I was gonna say the Big Apple, not the Big Apple, in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, I graduated in 2022. Um, right now I'm just kind of like living life, and I kind of realized that while I was like living life, finding a new job and just like existing, that I needed a passion. I needed some kind of like, a diary or visual representation of like who I am, what I'm doing. And so I guess this is what this is. This is supposed to be my way of like existing in the world, living. Like I want to create something for myself, something that I can look back on and be like, wow, that was so cringe. I don't understand why the hell I made that. Or yeah, just, and you know, just like keep a vis- an audio diary of like my life in that moment. So I guess today is Sunday, June 18th. Um, It's probably not gonna be the day that this first podcast comes out, but it is the day that I'm first um, recording this, I guess. Um, I, oh, so I guess more about the podcast. Sorry, I'm really blanking. Um, I don't really know how long I want these podcasts to be. I do that want them to be for a length of time because I really do want to talk to you guys. I really want to talk to the people that I might bring on that are around um, that are like going to, I guess, like be on this just because I want to um, give you guys content that you can listen to like while you're driving, while you're getting ready to go somewhere, just while you're existing. Um, I love podcasts personally. So the reason I wanted to create a podcast is because I was like, People are making all these mediums that are people just listening to all doing anything. And it's not hard to make that medium, but it's so cool because I can just like say what I want for the most part um, and do what I want and just kind of like exist. 
through a medium and then just like give that to people like i love listening to people's just like random thoughts and rambles because it's like wow like i i, I relate to that like i can feel that or like it's just kind of like talking to someone without really like fully talking to them it, like, people watching i would say it's like auditorial people watching and i like really freaking like that um so that's why i wanted to make this podcast it's like a audio diary slash like people watching scheme but like you're watching me like i guess i'm the people but then also the people i bring on potentially maybe will also be the people that i'm watching that you're watching me watch but you're also watching um so i think that's a cool whatever um but yeah i really want you guys to enjoy this podcast and just kind of like be here with me i'm really speaking into a void right now acting like i'm about to post this and like everyone's gonna see this maybe probably like no one will ever view this um which is really weird i guess not really weird but like i'm still like really weird about recording this being like oh my gosh everyone's gonna see this and be like oh what um but at the same time i know like no one's gonna see it and it's just gonna be for me but i kind of really wanted to make this podcast and make I guess I get good at the parts about making podcasts, like the media aspect um, and like the creation aspect. Because, you know, I mean, I, oh, a little bit more about me. Sorry, I'm all over the place. Um, I'll, for, I'll tell you guys why, I guess, like next time I record something, because, you know, whatever. Um, but I, Oh, also, it's called When We Wake Up because I want to meet, like, random people while I'm out. Um, I go out a lot. Like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm like, 23. I'm young. Um, so I like to go out. And I meet so many cool people that I just, like, have really cool, interesting, random conversations with. And I really... Am, I leave being like, wow, that was really cool. I really want to know more about them. Like... I learned so much just like, oh, they did this, they went this route, they they um, studied this, they're like doing something cool and interesting and different. And I want to know how they did that. And I feel like that's something that like we want to know because we want to feel like we're not alone. Like, I feel like we always have like these ventures like, oh, I don't know what I feel like. I'm just like working a nine to five and going home and I do anything when really like I want to have a passion, but I don't feel motivated to have a passion. I want this podcast to be a place to motivate you to be like, follow something you want to do and learn things that you want to learn and be who you want to be. Also, I'm a big existentialist, so I studied philosophy, politics, and law at Emory. Um, I know, philosophy, politics, and law. So I was, I was, I was big, like, read books, get easy grades, uh, existentialize, Socrates, like, whatever. Um, so if I ever get really existential with this, um, I hope you like it. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I um, lost my train of thought, but we'll keep going. Um, yeah, so that was my major of sociology and religion, um, double minor. Um, oh yeah, so I might get like deep sometimes or like try and like ask some like weird random questions to people or just like talk about some like random thoughts that are hitting my head. Cause like I said, I do want this to also be an audio diary. And 
I have a lot of thoughts on a lot of different things. Um, none of them probably fleshed out, or all of them completely fleshed out, and I just hit dead ends because I don't know what to do. Um, kind of like a mini therapy session I want this to be, just for myself. So if you really like hearing people's problems and rambling, please tune in to this. Um, I don't even remember if I said this, but I was recording this first episode today, or in general, as like a way of like getting used to recording. Um, I want this to be a, um, I guess, like a project for me, not only in like creating something for the future, but then like getting better at a trade, which I think media is. Cause like recording, editing, speaking in front of a mic, um, getting used to that whole flow, like all of that takes so much time and energy that I don't, that I want it to be something that I'm making long-term. Like I, don't expect this to blow up within the next year or three years or five years or whatever. Well, I mean, I hope, like, you know, I'm not gonna say like, oh, I don't know. And I keep talking about it blowing up. Like I, I, it's kind of like a hope and a fear, which is kind of, I guess why I'm like, I just kind of want to make something for myself because I'm like, it'd be great if it did. But then also, like, I'm afraid if it does. So it's kind of like in the middle ground of like, you know, uh, let's just keep it for myself. I don't know. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I go out a lot and I meet a lot of people and I want them to be on this podcast so that I can showcase people around our age that just are like living, that are just like being. Um, because like we we all have such different lives and although we have such a like a generational thing like this like demographic of people we all are like we all are so different but we all are so similar at the same time and sometimes something you're going through is something someone else is going through and you just never know um and i just want to be that person um also that is inspiration for the name where we wake up um it's supposed to be like where do you wake up in this life like, do you wake up in Missouri living by the cattle? Or do you wake up in New York living by the metro? Like, who, who do you wake up as? And where do you, where does this life take you? Or where do you take this life? And it's just to be like a, I'm going to take my life and do this thing. Or I'm going to take my life and be here. Um, yeah. Uh, but... A little bit more about me is I am currently, or I was, or whatever, I was a pre-law student, I guess, in college. Um, I actually started a new job on Wednesday at a law firm, um, new law firm. Not the law firm isn't new. It's a new law firm for me, because um, I've never been there before. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm very excited about that. We will see how that goes. Um, I won't say the name. I don't know how these rights things works. Um, but yeah, I'm really excited about that. So you guys are kind of like coming on a trip with me. Not like a physical trip, but like on a trip of like a new part of my life. Um, it's the summer. I'm starting a new job. I am... Yeah, a lot of a lot of firsts are happening and a lot of new things are happening, a lot of shifts. And so I wanted to make this one of the big shifts in my life that 
kind of like keeps me stable and keeps me going through the entire process. Something that I can just be like, okay, this is a piece of me that I am creating. Um, and yeah, um, yeah, I hope you guys really like this podcast. And by, I keep saying you guys, um, hey, have you guys ever seen, okay, so if anyone's even listening to this, um, have you ever seen HRH Collection? I love HRH Collection, um, but she does this thing where she's like, guys, guys, and she like talks to the mic and to the camera and it's like yeah she's like telling you stories but then she's also like fighting you because she knows like what you're gonna say and like what you're gonna cancel her over and i feel like i'm really giving hrh with this in the sense of like i'm being like Ugh, like i'm not i have like zero people watching this like i'm literally not have anyone see it but like i'm already feeling myself being canceled like it's like i think it's because we're both tauruses um like, I think it's the Taurus vibe of, like, uh, like I don't know. We need to feel comfortable. And, like, it's, like, we, we overthink. And I didn't freaking know the whole astrology thing. Like, I'm big into astrology. Like, don't get me wrong. But, like, big into astrology and, like, the basic, like, oh, I, like, you have rocks. Like, I don't even freaking, like, I know my, I know my chart. And, like, I've read it. But it's not like I'm, like... Oh, I'm so like hard-headed on like the third Thursday of the like you know I don't I can't I just really can't um, and so I won't. <laughs> um, but anyways, I love HRH Collection. Um, shout out to her. But um, I don't want it to be like that. I hope that I can like move away from the whole like guys. I need you guys to chill on me, like um, trope because it's kind of weird <laughs> to like talk to an audience that i don't have um and i don't know like i don't want to inhibit myself because i'm trying to like not say the wrong thing or say the right thing because honestly like i had a few things i wanted to say and i'm pretty just much running through them in terms of like sporadically or whatever or maybe it's concise if i can edit this then it's possibly concise or i gave up like halfway through and i was like fuck this and just like you will never listen to this because it was never recorded um but i had a few ideas i wanted to talk about um things like who i am um who i had a few things i wanted to talk about like who i am what i want this podcast to be about how i want to give you guys media or how I want to publish media, um, what kind of me why I'm making this podcast, um, and just an overall sense of like this is who who I am, um, yeah, and what this is, so that if you ever want to like know what this podcast is and you don't read the description, um, then you can still get a good sense of what this podcast is about. And it'll help you feel more connected to me and this cast and the family that I hope to create. Um, when I say create family, I mean the sense of me, like I, my family is in one person because right now the family is one strong. I'm gonna be my big. I'm gonna be my biggest supporter in this because I really um, want this to be something for for myself. And for other people, if that if ever gets that far, but um, for myself, 
because I think this is like such a big passion project of mine. I've this is my first episode, but I've been thinking about this podcast a lot. Um, once I came up with the idea, okay, so this isn't the first podcast I've ever made. Um, at Emory, we had a radio station called the WMRE Radio Emory WMRE. I don't, I don't. Yeah, M, the WMRE radio station. Um, and I used to do that podcast with a good friend of mine. His name was George Buck. Um, and we used to just like kind of like go on and just like talk and ramble about our week, our day, our lives. Um, and it was kind of nice because it was kind of like a break from school, everything, even though it was sometimes like challenging or like, like it was an added part of like, oh, I have to go record a podcast. Actually, I think for the most part, it never really felt like that whenever I was there. It felt like, oh, I have to go spend an hour and just chill with a friend for an hour. And it's both something that was kind of like, I guess, I would not say it was like strenuous. Um, it was something that was like, oh, like I have to go spend an hour with a friend and chill. It was like, like it felt like a thing. But then once we got there and we did it, it was like, once we sat down, it's like, oh, I'm just chilling with a friend right now. Like, I don't like, anyways, I always left feeling like, wow, we just spit out bullshit for like, an hour and I got to chill with you and it was nice we and I guess in the creation of that podcast I didn't really want to have someone that I like knew too too well like me and George we knew each other we were like acquaintances I guess for the most part like like yeah acquaintances um but I wanted someone I could like meet through that podcast um which is kind of a big piece or like a I guess it like created a piece of this podcast of me wanting to interview people I just met the day before like met recently um um yeah it's i i kind of like the idea of like meeting an acquaintance and like getting to know them because i want you to be there with me as i'm like meeting people and like getting to feel that like effervescence of like oh wow this is who this person is and you're just meeting them and so we get to see who they are from a new perspective like you like i wanted to feel like we're all friends here in that Although like they're acquaintances, like you'll probably get to know me, um, but you won't really know the person that might be on the pod. And so I want you to get to know them the same way I get to know them and kind of like create less of a gap or bridge that gap between like stranger and acquaintance or stranger and friend. And then also like, who are you? I don't know. I want us to feel like it's easier to just like talk and meet people and like build those connections. Um, but yeah, I did a podcast with my friend George. It was pretty kind of sporadic, kind of like how this one I feel like might be, or maybe not, maybe, I don't know. Um, but um, we just kind of like talked about issues and topics like that like felt prominent in the week. Kind of like this week was love. Um, so we talked about like love and just like things that like accentuated that in our week or like our week was like a topic or something um it was really cool we had a lot of ideas for it uh, but i think we did for one semester um but anyways this is my second podcast so hopefully i do this for longer than one semester or one day now that i have to actually like release this and possibly edit it which i hope i can stick to and do um i will be talking more now um 
hopefully I will be releasing this. And um, like, I want, okay, so I guess I want to say I want to do this like once a week. Um, I, I definitely do want to release this podcast once a week and have something for you guys that is like there. Um, yeah, I, I don't know why I'm like brain fogging. Okay, so I guess like a little background about my night last night um was i went out with some friends um i was chasing a guy sick and obsessed sick and obsessed i don't really want to talk about it um maybe i'll bring it up later on but i was chasing a guy and i knew the place that i i knew the place that i thought he might be and so i went to that like strip of places or strip of bars that i thought he might be and lo and behold, I found him and completely was like shut down, like hid, like I was not trying to be seen. I was like, I need him to both see me, but me not see him and it be cool. And that's what I fucking did. And it made it hard because my friend was like in a weird mood of like some Klonopin or whatever. And he was like very just like mellow, but like his mellow gets like really like judgmentally angry. And so we got Aperol spritzes at the bar. And he was like, this is the worst. This is even a freaking, this is even a fucking Aperol spritz. Like, what the fuck is this? They added like lime juice. Like, what the? Like, he was pissed. And I'm just like in the corner freaking out, like, please don't let this guy see me, but like, let him see me. And like, I knew exactly where he was in the bar. And like, it wasn't noticeable for us both to see each other, but I was just staring at him. Like, like he couldn't see me, but I could. I knew where he was, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Like, I had nothing like else I could think about. While my friends just like PMSing over the Aperol spritz lime juice. Like, I just. And then eventually, it and it made it harder too because like all these people kept coming up to me like, "Oh my god, hey, I love your hair. I love your um, outfit. Like, blah, blah blah blah." Like, like I like I love. Also, wait, I don't even think I even said this. I'm gay. I'm gonna put that out there. I am gay. I guess like that I didn't need to like come out on this podcast thing as I was talking about how I saw a guy there that I was trying to avoid yet, like that I was obsessed and sick over. But you know, um, I'm just going to give you guys my sexuality because I don't want any questions like later. Or I guess I still might get some because no one's gonna like go back to the first episode. If this even gets published, like there's like no way that this might get published. Well, there's like there's a chance that this might not get published but um anyways i want you i want you guys to know my sexuality um just in case for the real ones um that want to know and just like are like oh he's not gay he's like this um so i prefer men i would say like i'm like an 80 20 90 10 like favoring men although i do hate men i want this to be known on the podcast that men like they're the worst like i don't understand why they have to exist like I believe in women should rule the world and men should die. And I would be one of the first men to give up their lives for the women because why am I here? Like, I just like, you know, like living and paying to live. Like, I just, A, I don't get it. And B, women deserve to rule because the way men have done it, I can't. I just like end it. Like, I, uh, I, I volunteer as tribute. Anyways, um, side tangent but um i would say my sexuality is pansexual to demisexual oh it is that 80 percent 90 percent men 10 20 percent women um but i don't really care who my partner is at the end of the day 
I want, I guess like I don't care who I am with at the end of the day. I want a friend or a partner more than I want um, a significant other or like a person I'm dating. Um, I am monogamous for the most part, but I do see polygamy as something I have done. I have done, I have been in polygamous relationships before, um, but monogamy is something that I've noticed that like I get very jealous and so I prefer to like I prefer not to tempt the drag you you guys see like I literally went to a bar like out of the way I literally forced my friends to come with me to this bar and then we were supposed to meet up with other friends I said yeah we'll meet you guys out and just ditch them like I literally went from one bar to the next just to find this man just to ignore him and like freak out about it and we'll get some more into the story later. But also, if I, if I ever do solo episodes, like I want it to be like story times of like the weekend. Um, so stay tuned for that because I, I love a good story. Anyways, um, so I would say I'm pansexual, demisexual. I'm going to be jumping. I am a jumper, okay? Um, I would say I'm pansexual, demisexual, um, mainly because I want a partner, I want a friend, and I want to meet someone that I'm like, I really like you. I am attracted to an energy and looks. I mean, like men just, oh, fuck. Like... For the worst people in the world, they really, the devil really makes the most beautiful people. Um, but I kind of want to shy away from just being that like basic, I like men because they're muscular and basic looking. Um, also, there's just a vibe I'm attracted to and I love people. Like, I love, and I love love. I'm a very sensual person. Um, sex attracts me so much, it attracts me so much. And I love those people that like feed into that energy that like I like, but it's like such a it's such a fine line, and it's weird because like overtly sexual people are not really like my type too much, but they are. But it's like people that aren't too sexual. I really like. I don't know. It's like it's weird. It's weird. Um, as I figure out my like sexual journey, I hope you guys are still here. Uh, or just tune in around then and you kind of get to just see the progression of my sexual journey um but anyways back to the story um we went to the we went so we went to this bar in um atlanta and and we did not find him and i was like oh my gosh oh my gosh like in that bar like i like it sometimes but like sometimes it can really suck like i hate like i don't hate like i hate going to hetero bars um like they they can be fun like i actually met him at the hetero bar when i first met him which is why i was like oh he might be there um they can be fun and i do like the energy because like i'm not really for someone sick and obsessed i'm not really like in that hall um oh i need to go out to like meet someone meet men whatever I'm not really in that right now. I kind of, like, understand that I have... I want to figure out myself. Like, I have goals. I have dreams. I have things I want to do. And that while I would love to have someone in my life to share that with and be there for me with that and, like, support them and whatever and, like, help me grow and develop and change to a person, whatever, like, blah, 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 the whole, like, nine yards. Um, Like, I'm busy. Like, I'm very busy. And I have friends that like love me and support me and that I can hang out with that I can talk to that I can get lunch with that I can just like look at and like that make me happy and smile and I don't really need a significant other to fill that void right now and like while I would love one like per like it's you know like it's not it's on the back burner 
Like, I like talking to people. Like, I love when I, like, look at a person or talk to a person. And they make me smile and light up. And I make them smile and light up, hopefully. Um, and we just, like, have conversation like that. Like, what is a partner other than someone that you're supposed to be able to talk to and laugh and smile when you see their face? And, like, they light, you make them light up and they do the same to you. So I'm trying to, like, find that in more people casually. Um, and I don't really want it to be, like, a weird, like, finding someone and, like, be like, oh, I want to hook up with you, hook up with them. And then, like, well, I mean, like, if that was to happen and develop, like, per, like, who am I to stop the universe? Um, but I, I want it to be a natural progression because I, I know who I am. And it's, <laughs> I, I know who I am and I know the ways that I fall in love or, like, fall into life. And, yeah, anyways, I just, I, I want to make sure that that is, I want to do it right and do it in a natural way that helps it grow and be more, feel more real. Um, anyways, so we go to the first bar. We don't see him. The place sucks. My friend's like, I don't want to be here. My friend is also gay. And he's like, I want to go anywhere else. So I'm like, okay, he wasn't here. Let's try the other bar. The other bar, like, he said that he loves this bar more than he likes this bar that I met him. So let's go try that bar. And also, I hope he's not listening to this and that, like, none of you are able to find him ever able to. But, like, if you know me enough or, like, if you know me enough, like, and by enough, I mean, like, to this point of the pressure of this one guy, like, this, like, I've met him once. We've hooked up. Like, he, book guy. If anyone, okay, if you know me, book guy. Um, that's how I refer to him for the rest of the night or first of the day. It's currently like 11, 16 a.m. So it's day and this is the morning after and we're, anyways, we're gonna get there. We're gonna get there. Um, so the friend that I was with, um, he was like, I wanna go somewhere else, like gay bar, whatever, just, I just don't wanna be here. He's like off the clonopin. So he's like really just like in like a ugh, whatever mood. Um, but he's still having fun, he's vibing, but it's just like a ugh, like I wanna vibe somewhere where I like, like people that like and can find them attractive <laughs> um so i'm like okay 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 let's go to this other bar um if he's not there and we're chilling there let's just chill there for a bit let's just check it out i want you to see it because i've been bragging about this bar as well um and if he's not there and like i don't see him and like whatever 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 we can leave okay he's like okay whatever so we're like walking there we get to the bar same old same old um we walk inside, we look around, I don't see him at all. So I'm like, okay. And I'm like, like my friend, like as soon as we get in, there's couches at right up by the door. He just sits on the couch. He's like, all right, go be crazy. I'm gonna sit here. And I'm like, oh, you respect me so much. And so I left, I went around, went crazy, didn't check outside. And so there's an inside and a patio outside part. part. So I checked the inside, I didn't see him. And it's not like I'm just like walking around scouring. I just like stand in the middle of the fucking bar by like the bar part and just like look around and I'm just like, okay 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 um i feel weird just like staring like i don't want to make a scene about it when i'm staring i don't see him whatever 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 so i go up to my friend and i'm like ah he's not inside maybe he's outside i don't know like, i mean me and my friend are just like sitting there talking there's like couples around us like being cute and we're just like whatever and my friend's cute but i'm not gonna anyways 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 uh, uh, but we we might have looked like a couple but uh, i don't think we did anyways irrelevant Side um, so we're just like sitting there 
Like we're just chatting, we're just talking, blah 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 blah, having yada 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 da 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 da. I love when fuck you guys face does that da 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 shit. Like it's it, I eat it out, I eat it out. Like uh, fuck, I love. Anyways, and so eventually I'm like, okay, I am going to go check outside just to complete the obsession. Like it's been a while since we've been here, like a little bit, and. I'm like, okay, I need to just check outside. If he's not outside, we can go. Like, I need to just, like, to fill it all through, like, get it out of my system, like, be like, okay, I'm done. And so I stand up and I, like, walk towards the outside door because there's two outside doors. There's the regular one on the far left and there's one closer to where I was sitting on the couch on the on the right. And so I, like, but it's, like, blocked by, like, a, like a wall. So you can't, like, you see the door, but, like, there's a wall covering, like, the corner of the door so like if anyone was staying there you couldn't you wouldn't really know anyways so i walk past that about to go out of that door and the first person i see is him standing there talking to a few girls and instantly my heart sinks i i literally see him my heart sinks and i go from like walking towards that door to like literally turning to the left and go to the other left door and so i like walk over that way and i like i have my back to him and i'm just like standing there like know what to do and so i turn around just to confirm it was him it is him he doesn't notice me he's like chatting up some random girls whatever whatever um and i'm like okay i need to walk back over there to my friend so i walk right past again still doesn't see me and i sit on the couch i'm like he's here and my friend instantly like you can see the chain His, his eyes are like what he's here okay yes game time I want to see him and my friend has never like no one is my friend has not seen him and so i'm like okay um you can he's in the corner and you can go check anyways he's like okay i'm gonna do that he gets up goes to go check and then walks by and he's like oh he looks different than i thought i was like oh yeah he has like curly hair blah blah blah, blah yada yada, yada da, 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 da. and he's like curly hair he had like really long hair and he was like really tall and had like a long nose and i was like you're talking about something completely different. And then the guy that he's talking about was like one of the bouncers or something at the club. And I was like, no, not that one. And we had been viewing this, the bouncer anyways. Um, I bring him up because he's a part of the story. Anyways, so, we, so we're just sitting there. He's like, I want my book back. Like, I'm going to go confront him. I'm like, if you confront him, I'll actually end my life and yours. Actually, I'll end your life and then mine. Because I want to watch you be... Anyways, I was not about to let him do that. Because I was like, do not. I cannot. I cannot right now. Like, I like my heart sank and I was still recovering. So, we play, like, games of cat and mouse the entire night. Where I'm just like... Where I think we see each other at separate moments. But we have not made eye contact. But we just don't acknowledge that we have seen each other. I don't know. I really couldn't tell you. Because I knew he was there. So, I was like, oh my gosh, freaking out. Um... This is the part earlier. Um, so me and my friend, it's like getting close to closing. They're about to like do, they're doing last call at the bar. And me and my friend go and get some Aperol spritzes. And it's only because like this one really drunk guy um, had an Aperol spritz. And I was like, oh, we had one earlier. I kind of want one again. Like, sure, whatever. I mean, he, he sold me on his making of it. I was like, okay, that looks really good. So I, we get we get some, but there was like they added like lemon lime juice or something, and so my friend like was like, "What did you add? Lime juice? Okay, I want to try see if it's good." Hated it. it. Was like this isn't a fucking aperol spritz. Like literally like whatever. Like I don't know. Like literally is the weirdest fucking problem. I was like I don't understand why this needs to be a thing. Um, but he was really pissed about it. 
anyways so we're about to leave they're like i guess closing down and we eventually like meet these like random ass girls who are also very very good into the story we meet these random ass girls i really liked their shirt and we just like started chatting and talking about their shirt and like the day it was like a shirt that says like um not mad if anyone has ever seen the show the good place and you know like the like the guy who like runs the good place like the old white guy glasses yeah it says um it's his birthday or ask me if it's that insert that guy's name's birthday maybe i'll like find the name actually let me just like look it up real quick i am very curious um but anyways it she was like oh it's this it's asking me if it's this guy's birthday so i was like okay let me ask her if it's his birthday and she was like oh it's like a meme because of like ted danson yeah ted danson um so i was like oh it was like uh, asking me if it's ted danson's birthday or like asking me about ted danson's birthday she told us so it was like a twitter thing it was like a bit that they were running because they just like went to do something cool for the night yada 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 um so we became friends with her and she's like we're going to go to the other bar that the first place we went um, and I was like, okay, cool. So we're like getting our Aperol spritzes, we're drinking, we're vibing, we're about to get out to leave. And the guy that I'm trying to avoid has moved outside in front of the exit door. And I was like, okay, so if I leave, he's going to see me. But I don't know if I can go speak to him, nor if I know if he's going to actually look at me. But as we're leaving, and this is where I freaking love the universe, um, I see him talking to the girl that I, that we said we were going to go to the other bar with. And I was like, and the bouncer, which we thought was him at first. And so I'm like, okay, I, this is this is showtime. Like, I if I have to do something, I have to grab my balls and just go for it. And so I go up to the girl that we were talking to, we were chatting up, talking to, that he was talking to at that moment. And I was like, OMG, hey, are you guys going to the other bar? I completely ignored this man. I was like... I cannot do this right now. Like, if you, you're gonna see me before I fucking see you. So I go to the girl, I talk to her. I'm like, hey, oh my gosh, what the fuck, blah, 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 blah. And we're like just chatting. And then I, he like tries to say hello to me. Like, I kind of like stop talking to her and we like start walking to the bar. He tries to like say hello, but as he says hello, I say something to the tall guy that my friend thought was him. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I love your hair. And the guy starts hyping me the fuck up. He's like, I love your hair. I love your style. Why are you so cool and like attractive? Like, what the fuck? Like, you're so artsy. And right in front of this guy, after I just ignored him. Okay, so I didn't give you guys any context or background about why, like, I was sick and obsessed, like, why I'm ignoring him. So we hooked up. I really liked him. Um, we vibed very well. Um, we had a lot of common, blah, 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 blah. We were like, maybe we'll see each other again. Um, I leave something at his house. We, we made a joke like, oh, you're probably, he, he made a joke like, oh, you're probably just leave something at my house. You have this have a reason to see me again. Kind of condescending, but like whatever. Um, I actually did leave something at his house by mistake. I'm not that crazy. Um, and I come back to the next day and come and get it. And he kind of was like weird about me trying coming back. The next day he was like, oh, I'm really busy. I have like a lot of stuff to do. And I was like, well, it's my friend's necklace. So I really just need his necklace. Like I, I yeah. But I also just want to see him again. Um, kissed goodbye. Um, I gave him a book. I gave him my friend that I was with's book while my friend was away. So he didn't know about me giving him his book. But we talked about it um, while I was at his place. And that's why I gave him the book. That's why he's a book guy. Um, anyways, he I spoke to him like a little bit throughout the week. But like nothing much. And then we kind of just kind of just like fizzled out, faded out, whatever. 
and I kind of, I kind of like got a lot of vibes from him. Like when we had, but we, after we had hooked up, when we had talked that like he was kind of like a, you know, I just kind of go with the flow. Like I, like I, like if I don't really want to do something, I will just avoid it. Like he, he gives like avoiding passive energy. You know, something we don't want in our lives and we don't like really like. Um, but that was what he was giving, and I was like, ugh, fuck. Like I know that he's gonna ghost me after this, and I wasn't opposed to because like you know living life. But you know I kind of really liked him, so I kind of wanted to like see, whatever. Um, sick and obsessed. I need to stop saying that. I, I do not want to coin that. But sick and obsessed was what I was. Um, anyways, so I wanted to get my friend's book, but I also wanted to see him, saw him. Anyways. I don't even remember why I brought that up in terms of story, but book guy. Oh yeah, I get. Let's give you context on him to understand why I was like being a little weird because like I kind of got like a little bit ghosted, and then I would always like see, I would see him out sometimes, but it would always be really weird. And I'd be like, "Oh hey, I wish we could have hooked up." And he's like, "Oh yeah, I was like busy like dancing or like at a different bar," and I'm like, "You could say okay, cool, let's hook up now," but you know, it's whatever. Um, so I didn't want to give him too much attention and make it seem like I cared. <laughs> Has a whole podcast about this. Um, anyways, so I've been captive by this guy. We're like all walking together. Like, so like me and the guy, um, the tall guy that like was hyping me up, me and him are like leading the pack to the other bar. And my friend and the guy, book guy, are like behind, like a few feet behind us, like talking. Um, like, so obviously he can see me and like knows I'm right there. And he's with my friend. Um, who my friend is like, oh, you know Jalen. Um, anyways, and we're all just like vibing, like all like all of a sudden the girls are in the back, like just like walking with us, whatever. We're all just chatting, like making friends. And I'm making friends with this guy, like in the front, like really well. I think he's really cool. Like I really like him a lot. Anyways, uh, eventually I hear like my friend or someone call my name, um, and I turn around because I'm like, okay, this is my opportunity to like turn around, like see him. So I turn around, look at my friend because my friend is taller. My friend's like probably like six two, like six, yeah, like six two. Um, so like he it, like towers over this guy. He's probably like five ten. Like I'm five eleven, by the way. In case you ever cares, um, I know we can't let short kings rule. I I, I get it. I get it. I get it. Um, but whatever. Anyways, so I'm looking at my friend because he's taller, so I can like pretend like I just like oh I see him because he's tall. And then I like we're talking, having our such. I'm making eye contact with my friend. And I look down a little bit, kind of like oh there's someone beside you down. <gasps> oh my gosh, it's you i remember you like hey and so he's like hey about to shake shake my hand but I, like i'm a hugger so i go in for a hug like act all cute and just like oh my gosh like this is my first time seeing you like blah 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 and doing all the things um and we just like talk a little bit and we kind of just like vibe on the way there and then we get into the club and i kind of like lose him um and then i try and find him but every time i found him it was, it was like a little weird like he would just like He's like, I need to find this person. I need to go do this. I need to go do that. He, he was just kind of like constantly moving as though to like run away from something or like avoid something. I'm not going to psychoanalyze it, but I don't even fucking know. But it was just kind of weird. I was just like, like, I was like, do you want shots? Like, do you want to take a shot with me? And he was like, uh, he was just like looking around like really weird. But then also like stopping to like talk to people. And I was like, okay, like I don't. Alexa, pause. Sorry, I like have like... Alexa, stop. It's 11.30 a.m. Oh my gosh, she's gonna give a whole spiel. Right now. Alexa, stop, stop. Sorry, I'm in my bedroom, by the way. I know, like, radio quality sound, like, why? 
how could I not? Like, just be, like, in a professional studio, just, like, doing the vibe. Um, but, yeah, he was just, like, being really weird, and I was just kind of, like, getting the ick some, like, and I have the ick, like, personally, like, in terms of, like, just, like, like, he's a fine person, but it's just, like, eh, like, you know, I don't really need that. It's, like, not really, it's not giving, you know? It's not giving what we want out of, like, or, like, a person like you can do better like the bar is pretty fucking high and okay sorry i was like it I, the way i'm recording this is like i can only record for max of like 60 minutes and i i'm i guess at 48 right now or i'm close to that i don't know um so i just wanted to make sure that i was on task anyways um yeah so i it was just not giving what we wanted. And so I was just like, I need to go. Like, I, I like, what am I doing here? Like, what do I even want of this? I wasn't even, like, horny. Like, I didn't even want to, like, hook up or anything. Like, I don't know what I was even trying to accomplish other than just, like, validation that, like, he cares, which is, like, failure and valid. Like, I'm not going to, like, um, disregard my feelings. But, like, it just, he wasn't giving, like, someone that really cared and was, like, conducive to, like, my happiness. Um... Anyway, so we left and we went to gay bars and coincidentally ran into all the friends that we were going to meet up with that weren't even at, like, we were going to meet them in Buckhead, which is like a place in Atlanta. We were going to we were gonna meet them in Buckhead, but we went to the gay bars and we were just like, well, we went to Virginia Highlands and said, fuck it, like, that we're going to go party there. Partied there, saw the guy, left, went to gay bars in Midtown, and they were just there. And I was like, okay, perfect. Like, friends are all here. Like, we don't need men. Men need us. Whatever. Um, and we just kind of like chilled, vibed, had a good night, and I just like chilled with some friends, made some new ones, um, and yeah, I had a I had a very good time. It was a very good night. It was very like crazy. I probably didn't get home until like four, and probably went to sleep around like five. So like, and this is the morning after. Um, so where we woke up today was my bed at like ten o'clock. Um, got five hours of sleep, um, and I was just rehashing. Well, night of a boy. Um, yeah. So that's fun, crazy, kooky, wild. Um, yeah, but that's what I... Anyways, that's just like a story I told. Um, I want this podcast to be kind of like this. Um, I want to do some solo segments or some solo episodes, especially in the beginning, um, when I'm just trying to like get my bearings with this podcast thing. Um, just like talk to you guys, tell you about my weekend, tell you about like who I am, kind of give you guys a sense of like who I am. Um, kind of like the stuff that happens in my night. I know that was like not really much. It was like so much more that like I didn't really want to like, get into because like <laughs> wanted, I wanted to give a story time. Um, I didn't want to get into like the weeds or like some other things that happened, but it was fun. Um, and yeah, um, yeah, it's gonna be all over the place, but I kind of want a diary of all of that, you know, something to look back on. And I hope you guys enjoy this. And by you guys, I mean myself. I me i don't know you guys um yeah anyways um yeah so this podcast that i'm gonna say now and probably ten thousand times is called where we wake up um yeah and i really hope you guys like this i hope you guys liked that story if you guys want to hear more stories let me know or i'll let myself know because i'm the only one that's probably gonna listen to this um, 
Yeah. Um, very rough, very raw. Raw in the sense of like, damn, this is horrible editing. Damn, this is ghetto. Damn, Spotify really let this on to their app. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm glad that I'm making this and hopefully releasing it. Hopefully releasing it. Like Jalen, you have one job is to listen to this hour-long podcast, find time, and edit it and make it great. Um, anyways, yeah. Um, that will conclude this podcast, I guess, for the most part. I keep saying like I'm wanting to end this, and I kind of do because I have like nine minutes left that I'm able to like actually record for the most part. Um, so I kind of want to like get through that whole like crux thing. Um, but I really am excited about this it, this passion project I'm trying to make. Um, I'm glad that you guys get to be on this new adventure with me. Um, hope I also separate my life in the chapters. So maybe I will do that with this, like be like, oh, new chapter alert. Um, yeah, um, we'll see. There's a lot of thoughts into the ether um, that I hope come into fruition. Um, but yeah, I really love, I, and want to put a lot of love in this podcast and so if you listen to it i really want you to know that i'm i hope you feel the love that i want to put into this podcast and you feel like you get a piece of me and that you can give a piece of yourself and create something together with me um through it because it's a baby and i want to nurture this and take as long as it takes to make this something that i feel very proud of and that i can just look back on and be like wow i really did that um and yeah i hope you guys really enjoyed this podcast it, i'm having a lot of fun talking it was very rough in the beginning i didn't know what to say um and now i did i told you like a 20 30 minute long story about literally walking from one bar to the another to like back to another bar um really unnecessarily but i do that i really rant with my stories and just in life in general so hopefully you guys like that um hopefully you're okay with that and if you're not, then don't listen. I don't know. I really don't. I don't know. Um, I, I really want this to be a diary. And so if you don't want to read my diary, then don't be a stalker perv and read my diary. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, I guess I will go. I want to record once a week. Hopefully. Hopefully. Um, so, yeah. If you see this then welcome to the family um even if you don't even follow but you should because i will be having a lot of fun and i want to have fun with you guys platonically or not or both anyways um love you guys and i hope you guys have a great rest of your day um and tell me where you woke up today yeah Bye. Oh. No, we were we we were waiting. I feel bad that I might make you late to, to church. Oh no, I won't go to church. Yeah, no church. Oh no. See, then I. Okay, I, I was gonna say I don't want to go to church tonight. I'm not gonna wow, no, let's go to church. Now I'm offended. What's wrong with church? No, I love church. It's actually probably my favorite bar in Atlanta. I just don't want to go fucking out.
Wait, so question. I never noticed those horns on your thing. What are those for? Um, Halloween two years ago, I was did like a demon thing, and I just kind of fucked with the horns, so I threw them on my leg because they work there. You ever just look at it while you're sleeping or trying to go to sleep? No, but I'll, I sometimes I put them on, like just walk around the house. Anyways, get hey guys, welcome back to another episode of. Oh, we're we starting. We are forty-eight seconds in. Um, fifty-one. Fifty-one. <laughs> anyway, um. We have back Brian. Brian. Yeah, the one, the only. Well, I guess the for only. now. Yeah. <laughs> Hold your blessings or your curses. Um, and we were talking, I think, what, like a few days ago? Yeah, about. Like, like, like we were, I don't know why I got sunset there. We were talking about mere Christianity. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you were like, and oh, yeah, I asked you, I was like, hey, if I do an episode about anything, um, what should I do about? We were like, do it on the book. Anyways, so, um, all right. So I guess I just want to get into like the questions yeah. part of it. Um, no time for introductions. All right. No time for introductions. You know, I did say your name. Oh yeah, we're also joined by Alex. Hello. <laughs> he doesn't have a mic. Yeah. But he'll chime in because you can probably hear him. Softly in the background. He's not British. He's not British. Yeah. Um, I assume that everyone. Probably no one. Maybe. Awfully narcissistic of me. Yeah. All right, let's get, I'm not the one with the podcast. Let's let's stop so. putting let's stop putting fucking Alex in the spotlight and let's get Yeah, for real. Um so back to you being in the spotlight. Right. Thank you. <laughs> um all right, first question. What did you grow up believing about Christianity? Uh, I mean I I grew up as a Christian. Um I was I was in the evangelical faith, uh specifically like Southern Baptist. I mean, I was technically non-denominational towards the end, but non-denominational just means like Baptist with a cooler website. Um, they're but non like evangelical Christians are very. I mean, they're kind of the like ones that you see in the media that are, um, you know, really uh, debating against you know the abortion stuff, the LGBT stuff. Um, they're like the politically active. Uh, conservative Christians, and so I was absolutely like a, uh, you know, balls to the wall, far right conservative Christian for the the overwhelming majority of my life until probably, I don't know, probably freshman year of college is when I fully kind of deconverted from it. With so, I was similarly, but I wasn't evangelical. I was like more like Baptist. What's the difference between Baptist like, is evangelical? Oh, so could you even like classify like? catholics is evangelical no i mean i guess there is definitely uh a definition that i just probably don't don't have like an educated uh you know like a definition of uh for for like what what encompasses evangelical christianity um but like what did you go like like what did you grow up like believing and like what was like your system of beliefs uh, in, like in what field i guess i was i was calvinist which is the belief that like um you know we are as humans totally depraved it's, it's a big reason why a lot of like evangelical christians have a huge like guilt complex with sin um of like uh you know we are inherently sinful beings that like jesus died on the cross because uh you know it's it's our fault like 
Um, and, and so I had a huge, huge guilt complex around that. Um, the other parts of Calvinism are around like the fact that you don't have a choice whether or not you get saved. Um, everyone has been decided from the beginning of time. Um, you know, it's been decided by God who gets saved and who doesn't. And so you are either one of the chosen ones that gets selected to be a Christian or you, uh, are damned for eternity to hell. Um, and it's, a the reason why Calvinism is so like intertwined with evangelical Christianity is because like um I don't know how to how to how to say this elegantly, but like if you believe that everyone is kind of already where they're gonna be, then like it's easier to to damn like the gays to hell because they've already made their decision. They've chosen to like align with the devil, and and that kind of thing. I guess I'm having a hard time understanding because I'm thinking, yeah, of, like I'm not saying this elegantly. No, I th- I think for the like most of what you said makes sense. It's when I think of like Christians that were born into Christianity, but then like yourself, for ex- example, like move from it as you like get to a certain age, or, like get away from it yeah. like how do it, it's like ever, like christians win a lottery but you're basically saying like i'm going to give up this lottery so it's like how oh, do you yeah. preordain that like this person's supposed to have it yeah so there's a doctrine in calvinism called eternal preservation of the saints and it's this idea that there are going to be people that fall away from the faith but what that means is that they were never one of the elect like um and and in many ways like it's almost worse because you were you were given the opportunity for salvation and you were not you, you were not accepted into the faith um so eternal preservation of the saints basically says that uh those that are elect can never be unelect like they'll never leave the faith and so the very fact the very fact that uh i left the faith means that i was never like a christian in the first place that's actually what's really hard about it is um, there's a lot of people that I grew up with that believe that I never was a Christian because I have now left the faith. Um, and so like, it would be impossible that I ever was a Christian because once you've experienced the glory of God, like you could never possibly leave it. And so it's like this very tug of war thing of like, no, I experienced the faith and like, it hurt me and I left it because of that. And their reaction to it is often like, no, you were never a Christian because if you were a Christian, like you would understand the the joy and the glory of God. So it in my like from what I'm hearing, it sounds like Christians or like not even Christians, but like people that like were born Christian, like fully, were like given like a like a birthmark that's basically like a cross. And if you leave the Christian faith at some point, it's like you never had that cross like that was that was like dirt smudged on your arm like you never had that imprint yeah. on you absolutely real quick just to clarify like you could also be someone who was not born in the faith but come to it later but like you you still had that proverbial tattoo on mm-hmm. your arm um from the beginning because like it was decided it was preordained that you were going to be a christian i guess um the thing for me is how do you go how do you stay within that idea throughout your life? Like, like I grew up with the major focus of like, you stay within the Christian belief because of there's a consequence of punishment. 
and there's a blind faith that you have to have yeah and it seems like blind faith is also like a big key in there but let's say i do everything i'm supposed to do for most of my life i'm 25 years old and i want to sin and like have premarital sex and then i don't do it but like what if i is is it are they trying to say that like those that are like born into the faith will never break that no um i mean we all have i'm not saying this for my own personal beliefs but to explain like we all have an inherent sin nature um and sort of the idea is that like nothing can wash away our sins but the blood of jesus um and just because that you are in the faith doesn't mean that you will never sin um uh, you know, there's there's plenty of apostles in the Bible who sin long after um, they've they've chosen to follow Jesus. Uh, namely, there's there's the the big example is um, is it Peter? Yeah, who who denies Christ three times in the in the New Testament, uh, even though that he he claims to be like his strongest supporter. Um, so yeah, no, it's it's not that you'll never sin uh, once you're a Christian. It's that you have that foundation and that you are willing to come to a point of repentance. Like if you do sin, um, you know, it's, it's a little too simplistic to say you can just do whatever the fuck you want and then like pray for repentance afterwards. But if you want to get down to brass tacks, that's kind of the case. I guess the idea is that you should ideally not have those urges if you truly are like a Christian. Were you raised on the idea of like blind faith? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, you know, I was definitely raised on, like, uh, not my parents. I should I should clarify. Sorry. My parents were lovely. Um, and my dad was very much like a you-should-ask-questions kind of guy. Um, but I went to a, a very religious school from kindergarten to 12th grade. Um, and, you know, we were required to take theology courses for pretty much every year of high school. Um, and it wasn't that you weren't allowed to ask questions in class. Like you could ask, you know, why would a loving God do X, Y, Z? But um, it was like, uh, I guess like to, to give an example, like there was one class period where I kind of asked that similar question. I don't remember what the exact question was, but it was something along the lines of like, um, you know, we are believing in a God that is supposed to be loving when X thing is happening in the world today. And one of the students raised their hand and was just like, I want to, you know, I don't have an answer for that, but I just want the whole class to pray over Brian right now. Um, and so it, it was like one of, and, and it happened, like it happened, like the, everyone like bowed their heads and was like, you know, whatever, um, at the time they were, they were mentioning like whatever demon has, has come over you. Like, I want you, to, I hope that you can, um, you know, overcome it. And, uh, you know that the blind faith thing of like it's not that you, they want they would like to believe at that school that i went to that that it was perfectly okay to ask questions and that like they support that but in in practice um you know asking questions was like are a are they doubting their faith and b like what can we do to bring them back to that um and so it wasn't as toxic as necessarily like the mormon faith where they're kind of taught like you can never seek any outside counsel outside the church. And if you do, like, it is a betrayal of your faith. Um, but it was still, like, very much a blind faith. Like, um, you have to, you know, you can ask questions, but at the end of the day, you have to accept this for what it is. Um, in, so as I was reading, like, 
near Christianity, um, C.S. Lewis was like talking about how the idea of faith can't be done alone. It, you can only have faith when there's like also like rationality around it or like reason. And like, I just want to know your thoughts on that. Like, do you think from past experience and current experience, like, what are your thoughts on like needing a rationale, and was that there? Is that why you like moved away? I absolutely think that there. I mean. I think that there are faiths that don't have rationality behind them, but I think that in the case of C.S. Lewis, I mean, you know, I'll, I'll hum, hum and ha and I'll hate on C.S. Lewis, but uh, he's uh, an incredibly intellectual writer, um, and it would be a crime to say that he has no rationality in the way that he goes about things. I mean, like, they still use his his arguments in apologetics classes today. Um, you know, the liar, lunatic... Um, I forget what the third one is. You you just read it. I don't know if you've gotten to that chapter. No. There's like a there's like a whole thing where he argues like if Jesus either had to be a Lord liar or lunatic, um, where like he was either he either was who he said he was, or he was lying, or he was just like a crazy person. And like these are foundational arguments that have like built a lot of what apologetics is today. Um, so I I think that there there absolutely often is rationale behind people's faiths um you know there was rationale behind like the fucking greek faiths like they uh they they needed a reason to explain like why the tides worked the way they did and and they made poseidon you know like uh they and they prayed to him when the storms were coming like there was rational basis behind all of these things um but uh I, I, yeah, and I, I don't know. I don't know exactly where I'm going with this, but to some extent, like I think, you know, he athe- he gets into this too. But atheism is, is 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 a is a faith in and of itself, which I know that you'd you'd reject, Alex. But um, like in the sense that it requires some sense of like blind belief in 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 things as well. I I I think that every faith requires uh requires blind faith as well. But but rationality is is. I don't know where I'm going with this. Can we can cut the last bit bit of that out? I'm 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 starting to ramble a little bit. My point is that yeah, I think uh, I think most faiths have some rational basis behind them. So what do you believe in like currently, like religious, like spiritually, religiously? Um, yeah, I am. I mean, I'm fully atheist, like um, Nietzsche level nihilism. But also, I I kind of recognize that that's what's comfortable for me. Um. Like, I spent my entire life believing that there was this divine thing that was judging every one of my actions. And, like, um, it took me a long time to become comfortable in uh, a lot of situations. Like, like uh, situations in the bedroom and that kind of thing. Like, I would just see, like, the flames of hell lapping at my feet when I would even think of that kind of stuff. Because, like, I had this, like, uh, I had this upbringing that was so ingrained in, like, you cannot have sex until marriage and like just how awful it would be to do that. I mean, I don't want to call people out too much, but like, you know, there's people that I grew up with that, that uh, are, had got married at like 20 because they were horny and like they needed to get married to, to fulfill that. Um, like I, uh, I think that the idea that someone is not watching over me and that there is nothing that is like, 
judging every one of my actions is like the most comfortable faith I could possibly have. And so I am, I am full on nihilist. I mean, like floating rock in space, we're all alone, uh, except maybe some aliens that might be out there in some other galaxy. Like I do not believe in any spirituality, even down to the point of like ghosts and that kind of thing. Um, just because I don't know, it's what works for me. It's what's comfortable for me. Um, and there is, I, I, that's kind of what I was saying. Like there is a, there's rational basis for it, but it's also the faith that makes me comfortable because I, I don't have to believe that I am getting judged in the same way that I felt consistently growing up. Judas? Like, oh, that's a great question, dude. I don't know. Um, I guess they would probably just claim that he was, uh, he was never like destined to be. Though I don't know because Judas Judas vaguely repents in his own way. He commits suicide in like the anguish of understanding that of what he has done. Um, so maybe, maybe they would say that he eventually came back to the faith. Um, I don't know. Honestly, I've never heard any arguments about it. I don't think he got it back. I mean, none of it. None of the whole story could have happened for that. Oh well, that is that's you know? a huge thing. Yeah. So Calvinists are very predestination and everything. Like in in the Old Testament, um, there's this uh, these these great passages about uh, you know Pharaoh um, who who has enslaved all of these Hebrew people, which we know that the Hebrew nation was never enslaved in Egypt at that time, archaeologically now, but uh you know in the old testament you have all these stories of of uh the the hebrew, the hebrew nation leaves israel um, under moses and god himself is the one that hardens the pharaoh's heart and makes him march all the people out to attack the israelites which i guess they wouldn't they weren't israelites then um but like god is 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 playing this puppeteering hand and and calvinists believe it more so than other denominations of like not denominations that's the wrong word other beliefs than like uh about the fact that that you know this is all god's hand and god's doing that he is sort of you know in romans 9 there's this verse about how uh god is the potter and like who are you to question what he does with his clay um and so like if judas was meant to be just a, a fucked up pot that was gonna you know betray jesus like that is his his clay to mold and not yours to question um so no like it sounds like a contradiction but like it is still within the the sphere of loving god for for calvinists to believe that god made judas iscariot make the decision he did um and because he's still he's going to hell for it yeah absolutely I absolutely understand. i understand where you're coming from but i guess the 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 calvinist belief is that as humans, we are destined for hell. We are unworthy servants of the Lord. Um, and so the fact that he saves any of us within our sin nature is no sin. I guess the part that I don't understand at that point is like, why even try to be a good person if I'm destined for hell? I had a friend in high school that would joke that he's he was betting on predestination. Like, he, he would do whatever the fuck he wanted and would say, like, I'm just hoping I'm predestined. Um, and I guess, you know, it's funny, but it's, it's yeah. kind of true. Yeah. Right. I guess I'm betting on me being right, right. about the atheism thing. Cause if not, I'm, I don't know. It's, I guess it's like a, there's a, 
there's a YouTube video I watch where they're talking about how it, it's just a, a really it's like an eternal sauna in hell. So I'm I'm hoping that that's what it is. But are you familiar with uh, Pascal's Wager? Mm-hmm. Oh God, I love Pascal's Wager. Uh, yeah, like the what it if you're wrong and you die. Point. Explain it for the people who don't know. Pascal's Wager is the idea that um, you know, I am. Now let's 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 put on the mask of me being a Christian for a second. Um, well, you, when you brought up Judas and the revival, I thought the Lord. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he did preach revival first. Um, well, he was revived. And uh, and let's say <laughs> Alex here. Let's say Alex here is an atheist. Um, if Alex, or sorry, let's start with me. If I am wrong about my faith and I die. What happens to me? I get buried six feet underground. Um, you know, the the worms eat my flesh, and and ultimately I'm never heard from again. Uh, and there is nothing. You know, I've just lived a good life. I've been a good person, and uh, and I die, and there's nothing else after me. If Alex is wrong and Alex dies, uh, Alex burns in hell forever. And so the idea of Pascal's wager is you. I mean, just like play your cards the best hand you can like if you're gonna be wrong you may as well be wrong and just decay as a corpse than be wrong and burn in hell forever so it's the, the idea of like what if you're wrong and you die from whatever faith the, the where pascal's wager kind of breaks down is like there is an endless parade of gods throughout the course of history and how do you pick which one and also just serve. knowing that you should does not enable you to believe it oh yeah like Covering your bases is not going to get you into heaven under under Christianity. What I like about Pascal's it's it's statistical. You if you look at the expectation value of the thing of the belief, even if like it's ninety nine point nine 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 percent likely that God doesn't exist, may as well the zero point zero zero one yeah times infinite punishment. Yeah, yeah. It's still way worse. <laughs> yeah. Like it's, They're playing the lottery with their eternal uh with their eternal destination. Like it doesn't matter how infinitely unlikely the existence of God might be. The infinite torture that awaits if he does, it it automatically I will say the idea of infinite torture is largely a modern thing. Like the Bible does not really back up the existence of hell as we understand it today. Like Dante's Inferno has pretty much inspired hell as we see it today. Like the One Bible, of my favorite science fiction. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The Bible, the Bible really has. No, there's no basis in the Bible to believe in like an eternal state of being. Lakes of fire. It's it, I I forget the exact verse, but there I think the lakes. overwhelming majority of like biblical scholars that actually know what the fuck they're talking about would claim that that's a metaphor. Which for me is how do people like just believe in the idea, like blindly follow the teachings taught by the Bible when there's a hundred different versions of the Bible, a hundred different teachings of it, religions that all say the same thing but differently. How how do you believe in it when there's no characterization, like one characterization of the same thing, like hell or God or Jesus? Yeah. Um, I mean, there's a great, like, anecdote of, of, you know, thank you, God, for 
making it so I was born in a country where the predominant religion is the right one. Um, like you, I, there is no way to. What? What? Well, well, hang on. Can I? Can I? Can I ask you to restate what you're asking? Yeah, like it's it's more of a the idea that like let's say Pascal's what is it? Are Pascal's you, wager. Yeah. Pascal's wager, like goes to the idea that. Also, to the idea that I could be walking down the street and a random person could be like, follow God or burn in hell. And I say, no, thanks. I was born literally Hindu. Anything else. Yeah. And his wager is you had that one chance to learn. And therefore, since you didn't, you're burning in hell. Yeah. I mean, to clarify, I mean, I think that Christians and Calvinists, Calvinists would mostly believe that everyone has an opportunity to learn about the faith regardless of your if you're on one of those like even if you're on one of those islands that remains uncontacted like the teleological argument of the very fact that nature exists should reflect like the 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 idea of an all loving and all you know in, the the idea of a creator should be reflected in his, in his creation and so like if you are a hindu you have accepted the wrong faith um and you know you're gonna burn in hell forever uh and if you have never heard of for not being born in the right time at the right place it, it like because like just the idea of christianity as a whole and just like following on blind faith like hello Oh hey, it's going pretty good. How are you? Children is an interesting one. Children's a really interesting one because I think it's gonna—that's the one that's gonna change depending on which Calvinist you're talking to. There's the extremist ones that are gonna basically say like, "I do not." There's the extremist ones that are basically gonna say like, "If you did not accept the faith, you will burn in hell forever." But there is a lot of evidence in the bible to support the fact that children are going to go to heaven regardless um and the catholics believe that the cutoff age i want to say is eight years old eight um i, I can double check that, that i'm gonna of. i'm gonna look that up like, right now his brother might have some i don't know why they give me his brother's name Alright, well, if not his brother, then I don't know. Wait, it's good luck. It's the word I was looking for earlier. I'm going to sound like an idiot now, man. Alright. Bet. Bet. I can show it. Please. I would love, love, love. love, love. Alright. Who's that, Mark? Ooh. Ooh. Sam's friend called me asking for ketamine, and I said, call Sam's brother, so he gave me Sam's brother's number for that. He's like, I've known Sam's brother all my life. I want to trust him with drugs. I'm like, bro, just no. <laughs> I think a rational person would say it depends on the child. Um, the question? <laughs> <laughs> this is not <laughs> But Charles Spurgeon... Charles Spurgeon, who is like the 
one of uh, who is a hugely respected theologian would say five years old. Five years old. Yeah. So first graders. First graders got to figure their shit out. Yeah. <laughs> That's bleak, man. That is. See, but it's all so cultural. Like, how do you genuinely expect me? Like, oh, sorry. Thank you. Like, it's such like a westernized idea that um, I will just like know my religion like early on and be able to like choose for myself like what I need to know based off of my limited information. Like, let's say you're a child in Gaza right now, for example, and like you're going through like mass bombings, you're constantly having food insecurity. I don't have time to find the Lord of Christ, like Jesus's word when I'm being bombed by one religion and being shoved by another. Like, you know, I, how does that really convey? Yeah, I mean, that is literally where the Romans 9 thing I was talking about. It's like, um, Calvinists would say, like, you cannot be mad about the way that God has, has chosen to uh, make, oh, beanie bees would uh cannot be mad about the way that the god has chosen to like make the world play out because he is the potter and we are his clay and like how can you be mad about the way that the potter has made his clay i will say right now um yeah uh i want to if you're gonna cut this out i want to there's something i actually want to make you want to say so that you can uh This pod? No, this. Oh. <laughs> I was going to say, damn, dude, I'm sorry. No, this pod is good. I, I feel like great. I've been rambling a lot. but um, I can interrupt more if you want. The if one really thing I want to say is I feel like we're kind of blanketing Christianity here. I'm talking about like Western evangelical Christianity and many things I'm saying. Um, there are like truly incredible progressive branches of christianity that are perfectly rational like they aren't just like we're ignoring the bible for the sake of ignoring the bible because they do ignore the bible but like the there is a, a belief system that you know when jesus came he uh everywhere well he he basically says like he i mean he doesn't change i remember that bible verse he doesn't change the old testament but he makes a new covenant he makes a new covenant where he like changes the way that salvation works and uh the (laughs) the progressive christian view would be that like that we are ever changing and that like we are in a period of change now so i want to say right now that like i'm not blanketing christianity all christianity is bad i'm saying even the evangelical church fucking sucks and i will never have any reverence or respect for it and that's where i'm coming from when we when we say all these things so i'm gonna take a um a little bit of a pivot. Yeah, dude, pivot all you want. Um, this one is. Or do you have something you want to say? I was just gonna say I do have some respect for the evangelicals. Oh no, none. No, I, you're I, seeing I, evangelicals. I think I think it is hard to to really go full send on something like the Bible in this day and age, and uh, so they really do that. <laughs> <laughs> you know what in that respect sure yeah i mean i respect the the tenacity i guess but um i don't know man they're fucking like i don't want to i don't want to throw around a word that just gets used way too often but they're just like they're they're bigots and they use the bible to support it yeah so 
the idea for this episode is um, modern day Christianity and how all of these, how it's pushed Gen Z and millennials away from the church more. Oh, yeah. And just like, what are the ideas that are pushing them away? And what are the, just try to combat the ideas that are like pushing them away and while both also acknowledging them and like forwarding yeah i think uh i think what's pushing them away is you know that's a question i'm asking huh that's not a question i'm asking oh never mind it's a theme theme. yeah so it's a theme never mind shut me the fuck up thank you anyways so i'm gonna pivot a bit um what's your idea on the concept of an inherent moral compass Ooh. um in sense of like do we all have one Yes. Do you think that ev- like do you think that we're born with an inherent moral compass as humans or as people? Or as oh God. Of God. Um. Oh, I mean, I think that you know where where I would immediately disagree with you is just like morality. Like, what is morality? Um. But sure, right? I think it's impossible to deny that like we do not look at school shooting and see something bad um like there is something within us that that cringes or that hates like murder theft all of these sorts of things i i don't know where i would stand on it personally um i just don't think the answer is we have these feelings of knowing or having certain feelings towards what is right and what is wrong and therefore god um in terms of where i stand on it i mean i would probably personally say that like from an evolutionary standpoint there is a certain benefit to not killing your fellow man especially when we live in such a communal like as humans we are so as communal as we are uh and and in in terms of theft like we if we want to live within a community then the best way to do that is to work together and and that might be the basis for why we why we act the way we do and why we have the morals that we do but this is not like a you know i'm not um richard dawkins with like you know the selfish gene he out here knowing every every minute detail of what i'm talking about evolutionarily i just think that it is far too simple to say i think i have an idea of what is right and what is wrong and therefore god so if you don't really have an idea of like what is right or what is wrong how can there be such a concept of faith in the christian religion if they say you go to hell and it is one thing why is that one thing deemed as bad when we don't know a what that thing is after nor like morally what would constitute being a good or a bad thing well, everyone goes to hell, yeah? Like, like I, I guess I'm going off of the idea of, like, um, one of them is, like, step on a crack and you go to hell. But, like, who was the person that dealt with the idea of, like, that that thing is bad, therefore? I thought you broke your mother's back. I'm I think paraphrasing. It, yeah. Well, everyone, everyone, every human, happens. every human after Adam and Eve is destined to go to hell. Um, and that is... I don't even know that that's only a Calvinist thing. I think that's just a Christian thing, period. Christian. Um, Maybe. Because 
we have an inherent sin nature. Like every one of us is sinful. Um, and the fact that we are sinful means we have fallen short of the glory of God because God physically cannot look upon sinful things and he cannot be in the presence of them. And so we must be washed with the blood of Jesus in order to wipe away our sin nature. And so like for someone that's nihilistic, you use a lot of Christian reference. Oh, dude, I, I was in this shit for, I mean, until I was probably 19, I was a Christian. I was I was a I was a devout Christian until I was seventeen. From like eighteen to nineteen, I was questioning it heavily. Um, but unisexual. What? Unisex sexuality. Oh yeah, yeah, like yeah. 18, 19, 17 era. Oof. Me not having a sexuality at nineteen. Um, <laughs> no, no, no. I just kid. I was a uh, oh, god. Yeah, I was I was gung ho for it, man. I mean, like Asexual. in high school, I, in, I was briefly thinking of going to seminary. So, like, I, I, I know this stuff a little bit. Um, I'm sure, like, a theologian would watch this podcast and want to put a bullet in my skull. Wait, so if you are, like, would you would you say atheist, nihilist? Like, what was your... Nihilist. I, I guess, like, atheist is more of, like, a religious belief, and nihilist is more of, like, a philosophical belief, theological. I guess at the end of the day, I'm agnostic because I don't know. Nobody fucking knows with 100% certainty. Um, I always hate that. Not to interrupt, but... All the atheists are agnostic. Yeah, exactly. They're just pretty sh- They're just mostly... They're putting everything on an equal playing field and saying, yeah, that's just as unlikely as all of these other things, but I don't say, oh, but there's a chance. Yeah, I, I'm agnostic. Mm. I can say with 100% certainty that Christian religion as it exists in evangelical America is not true. Because we know archaeologically that pretty much most of the Old Testament did not happen. Then, how do you think people were able to just like believe in like blind faith growing up? Like, was it the fear of punishment of going to hell? Like, did they just like ride that wave of you're gonna go to hell? So, sissy Lou, I hate to be that guy, but it's indoctrination. Like, I mean, I was watching documentaries in school about trying to find Noah's Ark. Like, and no, a global flood did not happen. Like, it didn't happen. But, like, we... I I think it might have. Not a global flood, but I definitely think there are too many mythologies in the Mediterranean region. Isn't that, that so interesting? A great flood. I think there has to have been a So here's, where, here's my takeaway from that. I take sort of a, a... The Old Testament, I fucking love the Old Testament, dude. I think it's so cool because it is this preservation of, like, Mesopotamian religions that have existed for longer than we have, like, historical record for. And that is why I think there are so many flood narratives is because, like, every Mesopotamian religion has a flood narrative. And, like, the Bible stems from those religions, and therefore the Bible has a flood narrative. It's the same reason why Jesus was a virgin birth. Virgin birth is something that exists in pretty much every religion ever period to to show that a, a, somebody is is a deity like they're 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 a deity and therefore they were born of a virgin and we just like to forget that but only two of the gospels even mention that jesus was born of a virgin so like clearly he fucking wasn't but like when i to your flood narrative point like maybe there maybe there was a global flood but I think it's because they all stem from the same father religion, and therefore, like, a flood narrative exists in so many ancient religions. I think I agree with you. I think that the flood happened. 
I don't think it was a global flood. I think it was in that one region uh, okay. where everything came from. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's all. Sorry, can we can we can we get back to the question? What was the question? Or maybe the next question. Where were we? I don't know. Anymore. We're kind of bouncing around. I feel like this is a shit show of a podcast episode, but we're having fun. Yes. Wait. How long do you think it's been since last time? Yeah, forty minutes. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow, your eyes are incredible. Great, Helen. <laughs> Helen could never. I'm sorry, Jalen. I feel like I wanted to like have an intellectual conversation, and I'm just kind of like rambling. No, you're going off well. You're going off well. I'm just trying to find proper footing for this. I feel like I'm a bad guest. Nah. <laughs> Fine. This is your house. This is your house. We're the guests. Please take the mic. All right, guys. Welcome <laughs> back to my... It's the Brian show. <laughs> Brian show. I can see you host SNL. I would just get up there and be like, fuck evangelical Christianity. Fuck you, Pete Davidson. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. Speaking of, wait, what day? Oh, it's Saturdays. Timothy Chalamet is going to be hosting the <laughs> SNL <laughs> episode. As what day is Saturday Night Live? Yeah. I'm not going to elaborate on that. that was, yeah. I told you I'm dumb. Oh, do it. Alright. Jalen, I get why you do this. Podcasting is so fun. I know. I'm having a good time. I hope... I I'm, I feel so embarrassed. I hope that... I don't know. I feel like I, I, I like to talk that I know what I'm talking about with religion, and I've said nothing of, of any value today. Oh, I disagree. I feel like you've been really helping his North Carolina religious child self i mean i'm also a north carolina religious child self i was also fairly devout until i was like 16. really yeah i was a methodist oh you were a methodist so also in that calvinist yeah dude that's Um, wild so i i'm familiar with most of the things that you've brought up but a few of the perspectives have either been like way deeper than i even knew existed or have been something that i had completely never thought about yeah so okay i'm glad i'm at least made one person think today (laughs) all right so oh thank you (laughs) so wait what were your thoughts on the moral compass do you think there is a universal or no i would say i strongly do not know um i my my main thing is just what I was saying earlier of like just because I don't know whether or not we have an inherent moral compass does not mean you know if we have one God exists I just I, I don't know I don't know the answer unfortunately I don't have like an educated answer on that because it is it's honestly a really good point of like do you believe in the idea of like inverses like we only know happiness because we know sadness Okay. And Interesting. No. I want I want to know that from the idea that you say that you have more of an atheist nihilistic view, and if you know if nihilism is the idea of like everything is pain, but how can you know pain if there's also pleasure, or do you just believe in pain itself? Happiness is a very specific kind of thing. 
Sure. Um, like these emotions, they're physical responses. And those physical responses exist whether but like why do those opposite but the categorization of it is like moralistic or human yeah like what like why do we have those urges i mean i I think i want to say it's dawkins that has this like thing about no go for it you got it you can see like a child can fall on the floor but it will not sorry you can see a child fall on the floor but it might not cry unless it realizes that people are waiting for something to happen and then it gives a response based off of like a learned response based off of like how people react to a child falling on the floor, like hurting itself. Yes, but emotions and feelings exist. No, I, I'm not saying they don't mm-hmm. exist, but how do we characterize one as good or bad? Like, is there an innate good or bad? As far as sensation goes, yes. So the child falls on the floor and it feels a sensation. But what is the difference between that sensation versus us eating food and feeling like hot sauce touch our tongue and say that oh it's spicy spicy food hurts but but hurt is a feeling that comes from the idea that this is bad like this should not be happening this is not regular it's unpleasant yes but unpleasant is the idea that this is unregular we that means they have to be like there has to be some kind of categorization of this should not be happening. And I'm asking you, do you think that like when someone falls on the ground or when someone eats a spicy food, they instantly know from the time they're a child or like from the time they are born that this is bad and we characterize it as bad? Or like, is there a set bad and good? Oh, I, um, I think their bodies do it. Because like, let's say someone like a baby having hot sauce doesn't know what's happening their body's on fire but then as they get older they they learn that oh that's hot sauce it's supposed to be like that i want that like they don't they don't see that spiciness as bad anymore it's good but like them as like grow like first being born it's like it's bad so how do how can we categorize things as bad and good how do we know based off of just like a subjective lived experience I think we have, I mean, in terms of morality, not in spiciness. <laughs> Sorry, that was so side tangent. Um, I think we have, like, a, a genetic debt calculator that we, like, this is what's good and this is what's bad because, I mean, I would argue from a, from a nihilistic standpoint of, like, um, we learned to live communally. Why we are humans is because we learned to live communally. And so like we have categorized things in our brain of like, this is a bad thing to live communally, or this is a good thing to, in order to, to sustain living communally. And so if someone uh, kills someone, that is a bad thing for living communally. And that is why we morally have that urge against that or have an urge to be like, wow, that's fucking shitty that that guy killed that guy. At the same with like stealing and that kind of thing because we have this calculator of like uh is that a good thing or is that a bad thing and that is why like i think people should live freely and and whatever so to that point and to a point you previously made up it reminds me of like your analogy of like school shootings it's like to a to a baby if it saw someone just like a sound go off and then someone fall on the floor how do how do they know the difference between that versus like them being dead versus like them just like being on the floor asleep or something like how do we know that that is innately good or bad a baby 
Yes. I mean, he doesn't have to be a baby. I think like, a baby just like wouldn't have the mental capacity to like understand. I'm just using the baby as like an analogy, like someone that's just like so not ignorant, but just like so not involved into like. Oh, you mean like let's say someone grew up in like a in like a glass box for their entire life, yeah, and then left that glass box and saw someone getting shot. Mm-hmm. What would they think? They they could be like, oh, I know that when I'm on the ground, I'm sleeping. Maybe they're sleeping. How do they know that that's bad? They, they don't have a concept of death. And how do they even know death is bad other than the concept that we know that it is bad? I do not know, dude. We're getting outside the scope of what I think I'm comfortable. I'm not comfortable. Comfortable, comfortable makes it sound like this is like, fuck. No, no, I mean, I just, what I, like, I don't think I have expertise on, like, the psychological development of people. I just, uh, this is what I feel from, like, an evolutionary standpoint. I think it's an interesting question. Oh, it absolutely is. I like to ponder it. It absolutely is. I just don't have the answers. So I guess to my question is, the question you could possibly answer, at least like talk through, is do you think that there is an inherent good or bad? And if so, what thing do you think is inherently good or bad? Or how do you know that something can be good or bad based off of the previous parts we talked about? Yeah, I guess again... Personally, I would just believe that our idea of what is good and bad comes from, like, the things that are beneficial to live within a community because, like, as humans, we are communal beings. But I also want to point out that I have sort of developed these beliefs by absolutely fucking, like, beating them into my skull because I wanted to accept a a faith for myself where I did not have to believe in what I was saying earlier, like a creator judging everything I do. Um, And so I don't personally believe that there is such a thing as objective right and objective wrong. So no, uh, I guess would be the answer to your question because in my own theology, quote unquote, like cosmically nothing that we do matters and therefore like there would be no right and wrong but that's what i believe because that's what makes me happy and i think everyone believes it makes them happy um and as long as it does not impede on your fellow man like if you're an evangelical christian go fuck yourself um but if you're doing if you have a faith that is not impeding on your fellow man you can believe what you want this is kind of a very like weirdly abstract question but if you don't think there's an idea of like a moral compass, do you think there can still be such a thing as reality? Ooh, elaborate. Like, if there's no such thing as good or bad, the idea is that everything that we have created is really anything real, or is everything yeah. just a fabrication? And if everything's a, is if everything's a fabrication, how can we be sure of the idea if there's no good? I mean, good and bad are these, like, abstract concepts, right? Like, regardless of whether or not you believe in them, they are abstract concepts of, they're not physical things. Um, And I don't think that denying the existence of good and bad completely upends the physical reality I live within. You know, they have all these, like, what if we live in a simulation things? And it's like, so fucking... I, I don't think it's a, I don't think it's a it's an important question to ask. I, uh, yeah, 
What difference does it make? Like, okay, fine. I live in the I live in the matrix, dude. Like, I'm in a simulation. Like, I fuck off. Like, fine. All right. I I can't do anything to change that. Like, get get out of here. Like, it's not an important question. And it doesn't change anything about the reality we experience. Yeah. I, Whether uh, it's real or made up. Like, yeah, I, 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 I'm not meaning to just like be like, fuck your question, Jalen. No, no. But I truly hate the like, what if we live in a simulation stoner thought of like, what if nothing's real? It's like, we still experience reality the same way and it changes nothing. Then how do you exist in the reality? Like what keeps you going? Um, okay, I that's a, that is a really interesting question. Um, I have for the audio listeners. Um, I have a YouTube. Yeah. Video. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that was the joke. Um, I have the I have a tattoo that is, admittedly, looking back, um, it is uh, it yeah, is not it is not actually accurate to to Scandinavian religion, but I didn't know that at the time I got it. Um. I'll put a picture in there. Yeah, sure. Um, and it is like a combination of, of what I thought at the time to be the symbol for Valhalla uh, with with um, the semicolon, which is like the don't kill yourself tattoo. Um, and what Where's keeps... the semicolon? Oh, okay. So you see the dot up here? Oh, okay. It like goes into the semicolon that creates the triangle. Whatever. I see. My thing is like this obviously i don't believe in valhalla but it's this there's this short story i read once that like changed my entire fucking perspective and it's this idea that this guy who's just like a normal ass dude who's lived his life the same as any of us have uh wakes up one day and he finds himself you know talking no no fine his name is 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 val Steve. His name can be Steve in honor of my former roommate. Um, he uh, he wakes up one day and he finds himself in Valhalla and he realizes that he has died. And, and Odin is walking him through like the halls of, of Valhalla and, and showing him the barracks and, and where his sleeping quarters are going to be. Like and he Steve. gets to the end of the he gets to the end of the tour and he's like, "Hey, look! Like I'm I'm happy, you know, I'm happy, I'm healthy, I'm well adjusted. Like I'm I'm good, glad to be here. But like, why am I here? I did not fight to." Like the whole idea of Valhalla is like you have to die in battle to get there, and he's like, I didn't die in battle, and Val- and uh, and Odin is like, you, he, basically the idea being that this guy was like a, a an extremely depressed person, and like Odin was saying, you know, you fought depression every day, and you made the choice every day when you woke up to continue fighting and to not give up, and like you held that blade in battle every day, and I, I have that sort of belief of like no, I don't know what the fuck is waiting for me and I don't have answers for what the universe is, but I want to keep fighting for the life that I have. And uh, regardless of what that means, what what that means to me, like I've, I've been, I've, I've had some shitty days that, that, uh, that are fucking terrible, but I want to keep fighting for the life that I have. And like, that's, what's going to keep me going because just for the sake of the fight and for seeing what, what the next page of my life has to hold. Like it doesn't have, there doesn't have to be some fucking deeper meaning to everything. Like, Maybe I just want to push my own boulder up the hill. Uh, maybe I just want to be the Sisyphus that that keeps pushing my boulder up the hill for no fucking reason, because the only other option is to give up. Do you believe in reincarnation? No, but again, I'm not a spiritual person, so 
no. I hope I'd like to believe that like you know my atoms go on to like feed creatures across the globe and I live on in that own in that way, but no, I don't believe in reincarnation. Cuz it sounds like you both don't believe in like anything after but then also are keeping that like what's his name pang paladin payama i don't know where you're going with this oh um, pascal's wager pascal oh, like it's both keeping <laughs> it's keeping both pascal's wager with also like a life ends after the fact like i forgot where i was going with it but As far as Pascal goes, I think it would behoove me to believe in Jesus, but I can't think my way into belief, you know? Like, it's not an authentic, true belief. It's just, like, a recognition of the fact that... Then... Sure, and it's also not as simple as, like, you've lived a good life and you die and, and nothing happens. Like, you, it's not that you've lived a good life. It's that you've lived a good life sacrificing things for the sake of believing in Jesus when you could have been being... Uh, doing drugs and hailing Satan as an atheist, like and having a great time. and having a great time. Like I could have been having all the premarital sex I wanted, uh, you know, as a as a non Christian. And it's not as simple as like you only give up God. So that's Pascal's wager. I forgot where I was train of thought wise. Do you have something else on the notes list? A lot, honestly. We've honestly gotten 33% to an hour. Do you want to get one more one more thing down? Because I feel like we'll cut some of this. Yeah. Um, can also, we take a pause so I can pee? Yeah, go pee. This is a cut. I'll, I'll talk about this more. To clarify earlier, this for you, this isn't for me. Um, what I was talking about was purely like sensation. Not interpretation of sensation, just like the physical response. Yeah. And that, I believe, is just independent. I agree with you 100%. However. But the question I was asking was based on interpretation. And you said sensation is interpretation. But but also, I guess I'm backtracking a little bit, but also the interpretation. A dream does not create a dream. And it takes a... name something that we instantly know that feels good that we are said is a virtue not a vice like sugar horrible for you even though it tastes good but running is bad but it's supposed to be good for you like i understand that like the building up of pain but it's like how do we know one is bad and one is good and how do we distinguish that by the feeling then why is sugar deemed bad because it just objectively is bad for your body sometimes. Yeah, but if it tastes good, then why is it bad? Because the interpretation of it to my body is good, but why is it bad socially? Well, sugar in in moderation is fine, but if you're eating it to a point where you're like giving yourself type B diabetes here for the conversation, I would I would just say that sugar is sugar. It exists. Yeah, I'm it just does. I'm just I'm just popping in for no reason. That's so backtracking everything you yeah. said about how. 
Like things have sensations we, we which have sens- can be interpreted as good or bad. When I when I eat sugar, I feel a good sensation because sugar is something that physically my body needs to survive. So it's evolved a physical response that my brain 